listening to Around Comics. Watching around comics. I don't really know because we're trying a new system that yeah. may or may not be working correctly. <laughs> I have no idea. Who knows? It might not. <laughs> it may not work at all. Uh, yeah, yeah. On the fly, we're winging it. We'll new see. software. We'll see. Anyone? Uh, anyone on the video uh, that can uh, chat? Confirm. Yeah. Is anyone watching? Confirm us? that uh, that they see us, hear us, all that stuff would be wonderful. Uh, GP said, you know, this by now, I suppose, but this biz doesn't work on Android devices or non-Chrome browsers on a PC, but I see you. Okay. So it is working. All right. Well, we're just testing it out. This may be the last time we use it. Um, we'll see, but welcome to around comics episode number 390. And, uh, what's up fellas? What's going on? Hey, I, uh, I have, a giant, I have a giant book in my way. Oh boy! Oh boy! What a day! What a day! Yeah, really. It was like Monday all day today. Yeah. Monday. <laughs> like I got a giant book over here too. Look, I got this. Whoa! Fourth <laughs> World Omnibus. That's just the biggest book within reach. That's a big book. You- it's a, a it's a unreadable. It's a- <laughs> it's so huge. There's no like why. It's a Has anyone actually ever read an omnibus? And I know I've got like like fifty of them behind me, you know, in my room. I don't know. I've read like a few select stories out of them. I don't know if I've ever sat down and like put a bookmark and said, "I'm going to read the first thirty-five issues of Amazing Spider-Man." I'll be honest. I don't know that I've ever. I have an entire like room full of. Uh, Books you've never yeah. read. Books that I've never <laughs> picked up again. I've purchased yeah. and never then, looked at them yeah, ever again. Never looked at them again. I, I have hundreds and thousands of dollars probably of uh, <laughs> never to be seen. Never, no, no. Oh well, what are you gonna do? Um we are live on YouTube as well. Uh yeah. it seems like a weird format. I don't know. This might be the last time that we go. Uh, we go on um, on this for- platform. I wanted to give it a shot. Yeah. Riverside. This Archie comment is this like a Riverdale <laughs> tie-in? <laughs> Riverside. It's Riverside. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Speaking of, was... speaking of Archie comics, did you see um, uh, Segura um, left Archie and is oh. uh, he uh, he's over at Oni now? Alex oh. Segura. I thought you meant Tom Segura, the comedian. I was like, Tom no, Segura? No, what is Tom Segura? <laughs> Loves Archie comics. Always has. Tom, your mic is hot. I'm just, I don't know what, what's, but you, you are I blasting. I, I haven't done anything. Changed. <laughs> I've changed Literally nothing. the same. I've changed nothing. Okay. Um, before we get into other stuff, I do want to, I did want to make a note. 
that um, I received a uh, Kickstarter from a former guest of the show. If you oh. remember uh, uh, Jason oh. Gonzalez, Jay Gonzo. Well, I, I should be getting his, mine soon uh, then, too. Yeah, the Wamano del Destino, um, his um, Spanish-English flipbook. It's really nice. It turned out great. It's uh, He's such a, a designer, and, and it really has a designer's eye in it. If you're, if you're interested at all in the process of, of how to like visually make a comic book, he breaks down his entire art process from beginning to end. And it has like all of the printing information, all of that stuff. It's really, really cool. Like goes into, you know, a lot of like color, color theory, um, you know, how he inks, how he flats. Some That's, nerdy uh, shit. Basically the, yeah. the layered process for creating a, a comic book page. It's some it's, in depth. It's, it's edutainment. Edutainment. You know, we never had an edutainment theme song as much as we use that term. Mm-hmm. We should have some sort of yeah. like edu like a like a the more you know. Maybe I'll yeah. rip off that that uh, stinger. Yeah. Put in a, I do uh with Round the new platform edutaining you. With the new platform, there is some built-in um sounds <gasps> into the yeah, I can I can uh let's see what do we got here. Let's we got, see what we got. We got Boy. some clapping. <laughs> Thank we you. Got, uh, we got a drum roll. <laughs> I don't you know can why. hear and we can't. I'm gonna I'm gonna use this one all the time. I'm a laugh track. <laughs> you gotta use that. Hard. Yeah, yeah, I gotta use that. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. How you guys doing? Good weekend. We're all ready for some playoff baseball. All of, is this the first time that all three of our teams have been in the playoffs same year? I, th- I think maybe yes. Yeah. Well, the White Sox are the the, the stragglers, I think, mm-hmm. on that. So yeah, I think this is yeah. this is. Of course, uh, mine, will, mine will most likely be the first one to bow out, but that's okay. You have the toughest road for sure yeah. at this point, uh, having having squeaked in and having to play a, a one game five games up in the wild card. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you, you, you this whole wild card thing. I don't know. You don't win. You don't win a division. Uh, I just I don't know why you get in the playoffs. <laughs> it's just, the, all of the Dodger fans that are having to watch their hundred and six win team go into a one game playoff. They're losing their minds, and I find that hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah. It is. Hey, it is kind of crazy, but it's not I'm about being fair. It. Sports ain't fair. <laughs> it's it's en- it's Sports. entertainment, man. It's show yeah. business. It's show biz. It's not. No. Go win it's your one pops. game. So so Tom, I'll, I'll bring up our last episode of ACTV. Uh, I had a great time talking with Sal on Sunday, and you're talking about joining us. Um, is that going to happen? Are we going to see you for some TV talk? Uh, at some point, when I'm not, <laughs> when I'm not. Uh, you know, or exhausted from a Packers game on a Sunday, <laughs> too drunk or full of food. Mm-hmm. Check out how I speak. So, 
Yeah, I, good uh, stuff. We'll get there. Luckily, I don't have a football team I root for, so <laughs> I don't have to worry about this at all. <laughs> but, um, but so I'm, I'm in the I'm in the I'm at the dentist yesterday, and my dental I and I live in Milwaukee, and so the the hygienist um, says, "So, so did you watch the game yesterday?" And I looked at her and I said, "You know, I'm I'm a recovering Bears fan," and <laughs> she just didn't miss a beat, didn't say, you know, didn't phase her. She's like, "Yeah, I just don't know if I like Aaron Rodgers' hair this year." <laughs> I'm like, long. I, I, it's, for, it's a premium. Don't care about Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't look good. I will say that. Like, this is the worst I've ever seen Aaron Rodgers just look. Yeah. Like, he looks like I think the off season kind of drained him a little bit. Yeah. Like, took some. Looks old. He looks there's old. Spe- and there's yeah. speculation up here that the that the hair and everything is uh, he's working into a Halloween costume yeah. that he's no. been planning for a while. No, he looks old now. Yeah, he looks a little, little but he's still old. playing well, still playing good. Not anyway. not as old as Ben Roethlisberger though, who looks like he died <laughs> four years ago. Enough sports talk. There Enough go. sports talk. Yeah, AC sports talk for the week. Um, let's yeah. talk some comics. I think uh, Tom had a couple choices, and I did read um, one of them. I read both of them. Did you? Oh, I read one of them. Oh. Just Whoa. because, I, just because, just because I picked them, or because? Uh... No, I had read them before you had picked them. I, I... Oh, well, I mean, one of them we've talked about like a hundred times. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. of course, yeah. But uh, I was, I was very much looking forward to the other one, the Bat Batman versus Big B, Big yeah. B, Wolf in Gotham. Would you think? Would you think? I was disappointed. I was. I'm a big. I. I was a big Fables fan. I loved that book. Um, I, you know, was very excited when they announced that the the series was coming back. Um, I was excited when they announced this crossover sort of thing to get it into the DC universe. Uh, I thought, oh, Batman versus Bigby would be a cool uh, thing to do. There's a lot of opportunity there. You have two very sort of similar yeah. kind of characters in a lot of ways they're both yeah, detectives yeah. they're both grumpy dark you know they have the, you know certain you know qualities about them that are similar so i thought yeah this would be a really interesting kind of thing and then i read it and i yeah i just i i was kind of disappointed by it um i thought the story was <sighs> it felt old yeah. It felt dated, like weirdly, like out like a, of like a time. like a bronze age, a bronze age Batman story. Yeah, he writes and Batman weird. He, yes. he writes Batman uh, like Frank Miller writes. Like, Batman. Yeah, He's and a it's very like angry Batman. I should say I I I really dug the art, and I thought oh, that like that great. style of I thought like the way it was like very storybookish was actually kind of cool, but like when. It's it's weird. I think, yeah. I mean, the the thing about him sounding like the way Frank Miller writes him actually is crystallized. The thing that I had a hard time wrapping my head around was sort of like uh, the art versus the way Batman sort of behaves is very just like I could, I had a hard time. This. I had a hard time wrapping my head around it. Yeah. I don't know what it was like. With- I wonder though if it's a DC. Is it is it a DC mandate for Batman? Because if you look at like the Titan show, Batman is a very flawed character. He's not. Yeah. You know he's a, and and I wonder if DC is sort of pushing Bruce Wayne Batman in this direction of like 
you know, he's, he's passe a little bit. He's, he's, you know, he's an old timer. I don't know. I don't know if it was just Bill Willingham's version of Batman or, uh, yeah, it was a weird, I mean, it is a black label book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's its its own thing, I guess. But uh, I do have a question. Yes. What the hell Robin was that? Uh... I, yeah, that's a good question. Because was that Tim Drake? Because he, at one point, in, refers to to Tim Drake being somewhere else. I thought I assumed it was Damien because I just always assume it shows Damien in the cloak and everything yeah. later. But that should I, I think that's a typo is what it is. I think he was supposed to be saying that Damien and Stephanie yeah. were. It was, it was weird, wasn't it? Yeah, it was very strange because I was like, "It looks like Dick Grayson." <laughs> yeah, yeah, which means it's Tim Drake, unless yeah. in this universe, Dick Grayson is is still Robin and Tim. But then also, yeah, I think I whatever. I might have liked it more if there was more Big B in it. Yeah, there wasn't very yeah. much Big B. He barely was in it at the end, and and it, but the whole tone of the book was just odd. It was like. They introduced this female Jim Gordon character that's dressed identically to him in a weird way, like yeah. wearing a trench. Like, do all do all police officers <laughs> and wear trench coats and hats? Like, also, part of me was like, "Am I missing?" You know, I haven't picked up a fables thing in a long time. Am I missing some sort of like the villain? Uh, it's I don't know who the villain is. Yeah, where I'm like, yeah. am I just not remember? Or is this something? No, I, don't I don't know. Think so. I, don't I think, think so. I think maybe I was carrying. You know, sometimes you carry too much baggage into something, and you're looking mm-hmm. for something that's not meant to be there. But yeah, it was. It was a weird. It was just like a weird tone, I, and it like, uh, I yeah, it was strange. I was like, have I ever read? Bill Willingham, right, Batman? Is this is like is this is Batman, yeah. and I'm not exactly down with it. Yeah. But uh, there, there, the one, the there's one thing I really liked about, it, and it goes to the art. There's uh, there's the one frame where it's the the guy who's going to torture the, yeah. the, and it's the scene where he has the knife in front of his face, yeah, and it's like perfectly over his eye, and you see the reflection of the terrified eye, yeah, of, yeah. of the 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 guy he's going to you know, kill. And I thought that was a, a real, that yeah. that's one of the few panels that I like will stop and actually study for a while. It, uh, yeah. it caught me. So that was one cool art thing in the book. I'll probably try and read the next one just to see if my brain, if I'm just having a hard time figuring out like what, what the tone is or who the yeah. because I was like it's you know because I'm not one that's like this isn't what Batman sounds like you know like it, that's not my usual reaction to something it's like oh but that was my reaction <laughs> so it was like he was like a what? bad cop I was, was like what like yeah. I don't know you know the thing where he said like you know what it was like the the one sequence that made me like I was like what the fuck is what is this? It was like half the force wants me to be in on the yes. payments and half the force wants to like uh, I forget what the other example was, but it seemed like such a yeah was such a weird like I don't know like it felt like not a great description of Batman 
his relationship to the police. <laughs> like yeah. it felt dated. That would very specifically felt very like, I'm like, what? Like, that's a weird way of yeah. like, so which one are you, Tom? Yeah. Like it felt like a really weird interaction that I was just like, uh. yeah, it was a clunky scene. I was like, what? <laughs> like does half the force want to give Batman like part of a the, bit? like it just felt, yeah, it felt like, yeah, it felt old fashioned yeah. as a way of, 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 uh, it did. It did. The, which, whole, the whole book felt old fashioned. The whole the, the introduction of the villain, the 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 idea of the villain was very uh, almost campy, almost like you know, just this. It's like okay, I get it. Fables is all about literature and the idea, but it's like, do we really have to have this sort of odd villain that all of his goons are named after you know authors, famous yeah. authors and and. It just, it, yeah, the whole... that that's cool, but that can't be all it's about. Yeah, and that, but the problem was they didn't give you a whole lot else, right? Like there wasn't yeah. a whole lot of of meat to it. And artistically, I mean, I didn't. I, I I think maybe I was so, you know, like the fables books before. You know, there was multiple artists on it. Obviously, the 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 uh, who was the the. Uh, artist on it oh the um, uh, willingham willingham yes right or is that the writer no willingham no. and and oh gosh um yeah that guy yeah it was another name that was sort of like willingham it was like bill willingham and will billingham <laughs> <laughs> something like that i don't but, have any of books here but they had other they had other um uh, Mark Buckingham. Buckingham, yeah. Buckingham. Yes. William Ham and Buckingham. There you go. Both a couple of I like Tony Aikens' run on the but the um, Absolutely. Jack of Fables was great. Tony Aikens, but all the artists were really good and I I thought felt the stories much better than than this artist does. I, I thought this artist was, you know, a little inconsistent at times. Like there were there were these weird texture parts of Batman's costume that changed from scene to scene. Like sometimes his boots look like stone. Sometimes they look like leather. Sometimes they look like mm-hmm. something that isn't real, like some sort of weird, yeah. you know, you know, and it, it was, I, and I think that was a big part of my problem with the book too, of just like, ah, this wasn't what I was expecting from a fables book because they, they were always, so good art you know mm-hmm. the art was always such uh, a high point for the books and um yeah i don't know um it, it was uh it was not uh, it was not that was not for me it was a little disappointing i'll check out the second issue to see like you said tom if there's some better meat to it but i don't know yeah it was uh i didn't love it and i wanted to love it i really wanted to love this book i that was the Sort of sad yeah. part of it. I was like, oh. I was like, oh, this is a cool idea. And then I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll read Rorschach now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The Rorschach. Now, see, I I stopped reading Rorschach after like issue four because I was like, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna read this all at once when it's collected. You dirty trade. Waiting I, I am already yeah. waiting Terrible. to read it all in one chunk. Well, I read all the issues, but I feel like I have to read it all again anyway. That's so. I, I was just saving yeah. myself time, Sal. <laughs> yeah, I have to reread everything again. Mm-hmm. 
12 issues is a long, it's a long, you know, like, mm-hmm. it's a long time. I think my, okay, listen, I, you know, I, I'm almost reluctant to say anything negative about the book because I love Tom so much and, and he's such a, you know, great guy, uh, yeah. great guy and, and I, lo- I love his work genuinely. I think he's a very talented writer, but at the end of this 12 issues of this book, that's called Rorschach. I just sit there and wonder what the fuck does this have to do with Rorschach in any way? I don't, I couldn't find other than there are a couple of characters that wear the costume that wear the Mm -hmm. mask that are sort of pretending to be Rorschach or, or, or there's this idea that Rorschach isn't dead. Mm -hmm. It's a very thin to me. It felt like an incredibly thin connection to the, the character Rorschach in any way. I just didn't feel like, if you were if you were writing a a 12 issue series entitled Rorschach that was based in the Watchmen universe that was somehow connected to the original book and and in the universe, you know, whatever it was 20 years later or whatever I think it should have had a a tighter connection to that character in some way. And I just feel like at the end of it I'm and maybe it's me, maybe I, you know, I I've admitted in the past, sometimes I just don't understand Tom's work. Maybe I'm not smart enough, but at the end of 12 issues, I'm like, what the fuck did this have to do with Rorschach? Why it didn't seem like it should have been titled Rorschach in any way. Not that it wasn't a good story and an interesting execution of a murder mystery, uh, and, and, and a disturbing sort of, um, commentary on, you know, like, mental health and the effects of, 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 you know, gigantic cataclysmic events on a society in that way. It felt like it was, it was connected to Watchmen Mm -hmm. as a whole, but I just didn't feel like there was any connection to Rorschach. Like I didn't, I just didn't get it. Um, did, did I miss something? I was going to say, I think I actually liked it because it wasn't, that tied to Rorschach. <laughs> but no, I mean, because to me, it's like, the, I guess, like, in thinking about it, right, like, the, the way the book kind of strikes me out is, you know, I was, you know, after I, I had reread all of it, I went back and, like, I don't know, I was just kind of Googling interviews about it, and there was an interview in Newsarama, um, where Tom King was talking about, you know, Watchmen and Watchmen's kind of timeless, right? Like the original Watchmen's kind of timeless, mm-hmm. but sure. it wasn't it wasn't born timeless, right? It's born out of a very specific time, right? And like, you know, Alan Moore, you know, if you ever talked about comics and maybe he's talked about this before, right? there's parts of the, you know, the original Watchmen that are very much about like maybe someone in 1986 kind of feeling like, oh, fuck, like, some bad shit's about to go down. And this is sort of, like, a thought about, like, what that means, right? And you look at, like, a a character like Rorschach, who's really sort of, like, you know, in the British version, you know, sort of a piss take on the, you know, on uh, sort of a a Dicko-esque approach, right? Like, Rorschach sort of that, like... Oh, so, you know, if you think this, here's like sort of a, you know, a a take on what it's like if someone really was 
so certain that they knew like what right and wrong was like this kind of person's a fucking lunatic right yeah, like yeah. you wouldn't like him right you know so i think to me i i kind of look at this as like very much of the time that maybe we live in now too where it's like um because he mentions in his interview you know it's you know sort of maybe coming face to face with the idea that like some bad shit's going down right now like you know depending on your point of view on uh how our political system is currently working or how anything is working in our society you might be slightly frightened that totalitarianism is not as far away as you think it is you know well, I, I thought it was six years ago. <laughs> you know where you know like all of a sudden you're like oh shit things don't work the way you think they're gonna they're, things don't like, work ooh. the way they're supposed to work and it was kind of funny because that actually made me think about the book a lot differently because like like you said it doesn't have i think a really tight tie to the original rorschach at all other than like the idea of rorschach or people thinking that they have some sort of clarity into what is right or wrong right of like whether it's the the pirate comics artist who thinks like suddenly like I have clarity into what's right or wrong. And now I must take action to do the right or wrong thing, you know, um, not to spoil the end of it, but sort of the same thing happening with the detective suddenly thinking that he has clarity into what is right and wrong. And that now I must take action to do this thing that I think is the correct thing to do. And it's all wrapped up in violence. Right. And it's all wrapped up in like, um, that sort of it's so paranoid right the whole book is paranoid it's like double crosses and like the idea that at least i found myself being like well i don't know right you start off with the book being like oh these two people who are trying to assassinate this presidential candidate obviously they're kooks and they like they're insane and they have a history of violence and they have some sort of mental issue. Right. And the way the book is sort of laid out to me is at least I feel like it's easy for me to fall into the trap of thinking the detective at the end did the right thing. Right. Where it's like, all of a sudden I've suddenly like, like, am I sure that he did? Yeah. I'm like, am I sure he did the right? Like, is he any less of a kook than the people that, we were willing to write off earlier in the book as being like, who like, it's just like these people from these broken backgrounds who have fallen into like these patterns of violence and are being manipulated by forces. Maybe they don't totally understand. Right. And the whole specter of the squids. Right. And like this idea that like nothing is real, you know, you can never know the motives of anything. Right. And I think to me, that was the thing that I liked about the book you know, uh, that in the end, I kind of felt like I was, I was questioning myself because I was like, ah, yes, the detective did the correct thing. But I'm like, did it, did he? Like, do I know that, that he did? You know, like, like, have I fallen into the trap of like, oh, it's an interesting point because that does, I mean, I think, in in hindsight, looking back at Rorschach, we make fun of the idea of like, oh, people 
like loved Rorschach as a hero and people treated Rorschach as a hero, but it's like, if you look at Rorschach, it's like, no, that wasn't, I don't think that's what Ellen Moore intended. Oh. Right. Like that was oh. never what he yeah. intended Rorschach yeah. or any of those characters to really, yeah. he was be, very off put by fans who yeah. would say that he was their favorite character. And he's like, are you kidding me? He was a psychopath. But at the same time, I've often said that there is something about Rorschach that is admirable in the sense that I can understand why people mm -hmm. admire him from the standpoint of he, he was willing to sacrifice himself for the beliefs that he had. There, mm -hmm. there is something in a twisted way, admirable about Rorschach from that perspective of like, he believed that he knew what was right and wrong and he was willing to, die mm -hmm. because of that so there is no I there think, is no greater good that is more important than the truth right was, that was sort of, and so i i can understand why people were sort of attracted to that and and it's also this sort of thing like well who was right and who was i mean that's the whole thing of watchmen right like that's the whole question yeah. of watchmen is who's right who is right in that book is there anyone that is actually yeah. right yeah, and, and that's that's and a good it, point that you bring up now with this of of that that connects to that in that way. Yeah, well, you know what's interesting about this is like in the original Watchmen, as a reader, you do know what happened, right? Like you are connected on some level to, like you know that um, you know Osmodeus did this and did that, and like people. But what's weird about the Tom King? Well, eventually you, know, you do. Eventually you do. You walk away yeah, from yeah. that being like, oh, I know, like I, as an observer of this story, like I am clued into like reality. You, right? Yeah, you. But know I don't think you. There's no more mystery. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I'm not entirely. I'm not entirely certain you walk away from this one knowing the total like the total right. truth of it like it's almost right. like this version of it is even more detached from that like now it's like you don't even know like what the truth what know, the truth is what the truth yeah. is you don't even know like which is very timely and yeah, yeah. It's, it's what a, is the truth anymore it's a sopranos ending yeah. <laughs> no 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 i mean not like that like there no, is a no. there's an ending right but it's much more wrapped up in the idea, I think, of... You don't like, know what right or wrong is. Yeah, you you're like... What is the... Yeah. Because there's so many twists and turns, and by the time you get to the end, in the moment that's supposed to feel like this moment of clarity, and you can feel that, be like, ah, yes, our hero did the right thing, and then you're sort of like, well, I don't know. See, I didn't have that feeling. Yeah. I was like, oh, he went as crazy as they did. Yeah. He, you know, he was infected by some sort of violence yeah, yeah. it almost seemed like you know yeah yeah and, and and went crazy that's how that's the you know but i see what you're saying absolutely of like that is a really that's you've you've helped to explain the, the, the funny thing is i knew i didn't dislike the book i mean i like the book yeah. i love the idea that it's i mean it feels very much like a 1970s movie yeah. of paranoia and and distrust i mean like all the president's men or this yeah. you know there's constant paranoia and you're always looking over and you don't know who to trust you don't know who's right or who's wrong or who's telling the truth or who's lying yeah it's very conspiratorial and it and it had a very 1970s yeah. feel to it which i love so i liked the book yeah. it was just this idea of like 
I could see why people would fucking hate this because oh, it's called, yeah. called Rorschach. Totally. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. Not... <laughs> I mean, it's in a way, it's almost like uh, you. The there aren't even the Watchmen. There's none of that in this universe. This universe is all that stuff is gone. Yeah. Right. There's no hint of any. That's all something in the past, right? And it's like so you don't even have the clarity of like a, you know like a thing like a Dr. Manhattan to sort of wrap your head around. It's almost like they just live in the aftershock of what happened. And it's just like, this this follows the HBO series. Yes. Yeah. It acknowledges that the HBO series is canon. And it, but it it has that feel of like, this is the after you, this is what happened after, right? Like this thing happened and now the world is got to deal with that. And, like things aren't better. <laughs> like it's very right. So it's so it didn't like, fi- it didn't fix everything. So didn't Ozymandias, fix everything. Ozymandias, yeah. You know his theory that this would unite the world and and fix the world's problems did not come true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, because people are people. Yeah, and the art was fucking awesome in it, and I loved like it fit the it fit perfectly. And like the coloring, uh, and like the way, like they were Tom able, Keaton like how to pick them when they did complicated stuff. Like they made it uncomplicated, right? There's like moments in the last couple of issues where two different things are happening at the same time, but between art and color, they're able to. It's clear, right? Like you're not. Mm-hmm. That's not what's going to leave you confused. Like they don't no, like no. the the twists and turns are leave you disoriented about like what you think is happening, but it's not like disoriented from like, I literally can't decipher what's happening, (laughs) what's happening on the page, which is a a feat. But I will say something there, there were multiple times in this 12 issues that I had to go back and read. Oh yeah. Issues again. Yeah. So I'm like understood. Okay, issue eight. I got to read five, six, and seven so that I understood eight. Yeah, to remember <laughs> what yeah. the the you know the, I, the sequence of what happened or why you know like yeah. And it's a it's a really it's also like it's twelve issues, right? But it's also kind of a little sprawling at times in that it's not like a super tight mystery. Like you definitely right. go down these weird paths. <laughs> Very weird. Yeah, where Very you're weird. just like, ah, what's happening? You know, like, it, and at the end, it sort of like kind of wraps itself up in a nice little neat mystery, but kind of not, right? So uh, I look forward to whatever super nice collected edition. Yeah, I'm definitely going to order the hard yeah. the hardcover. I think it I comes think out it pre-ordered on Amazon. Yeah, I think it comes out in this month yeah. actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I'm absolutely going to order. Like I said, I didn't want I didn't my hesitation to say anything negative about it because I didn't want people to think that I don't I didn't enjoy it cuz I I was yeah, yeah, fascinated yeah, yeah. by it and 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 it's it's a huge swing of a book. Like it's a, just, yes. you know, it's it, it 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 does everything I ask for in comics which is like take chances and risk something and to give me something different. It's just, it, it's also <laughs> just like, yeah. Ooh, is it too big of a swing? Is it too, yeah. you know, like, but it's hey, I, I, too much off. It. Yeah. It's yeah. It's interesting. It's like, I don't know. I read it and then it took me a while to kind of think about what I actually thought about it. 
That's how I started. That's rare. That's pretty rare in, in comics, right? <laughs> I was like, what do I actually think of this book that I read yeah. as opposed to like uh, the knee jerk reaction to it? Because I, you know, I think comics are so, you know, they're built to be disposable. Like there's another one coming out next month, right? That's like the, <laughs> the in the DNA of it is like yeah. nothing yeah. sticks around. Just keep going. Just, Just keep, keep going. Yeah, there's going to be another Spider-Man story next month. Don't worry. You know, like there'll be another Superman story. Like, so it's very, it's interesting to be sort of, Read something where you're like, I gotta like digest this for a little I gotta, bit yeah. before I gotta chew I on it. To, I gotta chew. Yeah, let's go. It's hardcover uh, releases on December seventh. Then when Adam Strange wraps up, we can finish all of our long term books King we've been talking ends. about for a long time. We have, <laughs> yeah, a year long. Uh, yeah, yeah. commitment and, to talking about Adam Strange constantly. <laughs> we'll do the uh, the year of Tom King. We'll just do a yeah. recap. The, yeah. the you know, but, which one was better, Strange Adventures or Rorschach? Yeah. Rorschach. Well, there's so much know. of Tom King's vision work in uh, Wandavision, you know, so you can almost throw that in there. Mm. He's everywhere. Yes, he he's everywhere. He haunts us. Um, I read an interesting book that I had to think about a little bit as well. Um, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a ish, uh, image book um, written by Patrick Kidlin, Kindlin, K I N D L O N and art by Marco Ferrari. Um, it uh, it's called the frontiersman and the first issue came out last week. Um, and, and the, uh, back matter, it starts off basically telling you that they, their goal of this book is to be the best superhero comic on the stands every month. Um, and it was good. It was interesting. It was, it was definitely a superhero comic, but, but a different kind of superhero comic. Um, it was, it's so basically you have this story of this, this, old retired superhero called the front. He was the frontiersman and he was sort of a, uh, uh, a social uh, justice superhero in some way. He was very uh, concerned with the, um, the, the, you know, uh, ecology of our world, the, the um, environment. And he fought, you know, for the environment and, and stood up for the environment. But he was also, he fought super villains and, and he was very famous and he, uh, he wears a, a coonskin cap backwards with holes cut into it, and he has a big beard, and he wears a leather fringe jacket um, <laughs> and, and big leather boots, and, uh, and he carries a, a hammer axe kind of thing. But he's retired now, and he lives in the woods off the grid, and he he's sort of just doesn't really want anything to do with any of that any longer. But this guy, this young man who is a... Um, uh, a eco warrior a, a activist uh, comes looking for him and asking him to join their cause um and they don't want him to be a superhero necessarily they don't want him to go fight anyone they want him to be more of a symbol and uh they they want to save the giant redwoods and they want him to come and stand in like protest on the top of a giant redwood that uh, a, a corporation is threatening to shut down um, and he doesn't really want to. He's not really interested in it, and and it, and it sort of leads him 
to uh, to kind of go into his past and 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 talk to some people from his past and and sort of search his feelings about it. Um, it was interesting in a couple of ways. One, you know, like I have a tendency when anything that is sort of you know sort of granola granola ish crunchy you know sort of uh portland oregon you know <laughs> activist kind of thing i'm just i'm a natural cynic and i i kind of uh i kind of balk at stories about that kind of stuff because i often find it to be so simplistic and 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 ham-fisted and just sort of like anytime anytime i think you write a story with an agenda um in the sense of like trying to be uh and, and unfortunately it's <laughs> trying to be good <laughs> you know what i mean like trying trying yeah, to like it change reminds me of one of my favorite convention stories with you whenever <laughs> we were in seattle and we and we walked we we were at a hotel at the top of the hill if you've ever been in seattle it's a very hilly city down to the the pike's place and so we walked all the way from our hotel all the way down did the whole Pike's Place thing, and we're walking up this like thirty degree fucking hill, and we get about halfway, and it's outside of this this little shop. There's a Greenpeace uh, person trying to get people to sign up for Greenpeace, and uh, and we all stop because we're just fucking out of breath and got to take a break. And and you stop, and and the Greenpeace gal comes up and starts talking to you, and you're just nodding and nodding. And we're catching our breath. And then you just look at her and say, hey, lady, I'm sorry. I was just taking a break. I've got to go. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not opposed to people. Obviously, you know, I think it's a noble to try and help and, and change the world and do things. But my natural cynicism leads me to believe that a lot of it is just wasted effort. And, and I think that it's a, a lot of it is a waste of time that people do more to make themselves feel better about oh, themselves sure. than to really affect any change. But that's a whole, but, but what I liked about this book is that I didn't think it was simplistic. I thought it was actually interesting because it took, a lot of different sides of these issues and sort of discussed it in different ways. And it didn't have one perspective mm. on, and it didn't try and tell you what was right or wrong. It didn't try and force you to think a certain way. It, you know, uh, it, it gave you different characters that had different perspectives on the subject, including the main character who wasn't necessarily that interested in doing this any longer that had spent a lifetime doing it. Mm. And didn't really see much point in doing it any longer. Um, but at the same time, at the end of the book, he sort of realizes that maybe he can help. Maybe he can do something and, and, he, and he does get involved. And so I really, um, I really did like it. It was, it's, it's a little goofy, but I think it's intentionally a little goofy. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's a, you know, it's, it's sort of, um, and, and, uh, but it, you know, embraces art, what it is. Yeah. It, yeah. It embraces what it is. It doesn't, it doesn't try to like, like I said, 
the thing I appreciated the most is that it, it wasn't simplistic in its, in its perspectives. It, it wasn't just being like, you know, trees are good. We have to, you know, we have to save the trees, it, you know, we have to, you know, and, and forcing some sort of opinion on you. It was like, no, you're like, is this a good idea? Can you affect change? You know, obviously we all like, I would be the first person to, to sit there and go, Hey, if we can save trees, that's a good thing. I, you know, save the environment, you know, affect change. Mm-hmm. But the, the reality of doing that, it, you know, there is, is is so complicated that it's hard to necessarily justify standing in a tree. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. for, for uh, hours, you know, I, I, but I appreciated the fact that, that this made me even think about that. It made me even think about my own, um, you know, ideas on or concepts on mm-hmm. that sort of thing on activism. So I, it was good. It was, it was, and it was at the same time, it wasn't like it was some sort of, um, preachy book. It was a fun comic book. It was a superhero comic book, and it was, you know, and it had, you know, it had plenty of action, and and there was a lot of conversation, but there was also, you know, plenty of of, of fun moments and action moments and superhero e moments and flashbacks to when he was a hero and that kind of thing. So, I was I was very impressed by it. Um, in 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 it, something that I would probably. Like my initial feeling mm. on it was probably pretty negative going into it. Like my baggage going into it was probably yeah. like, yeah, okay, this is yeah. gonna be, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, like all right, whatever, yeah. All right, you fucking hippies, whatever. But yeah. uh, no, I by the end of it, I was like, okay, that was pretty good. So if if they can win me over, I uh, I would imagine a lot of people might like it. So yeah, it was cool. It was cool. all right. It's a nice little comic book. Nice little comic booky. It's a nice um, comic book you got there. It'd be a real shame if something happened to <laughs> Did you watch did anyone watch the Saints of the Many Saints of Newark or whatever the fuck that Sopranos the yeah. Sopranos prequel? No, I have not yet. That's one of the worst movies I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. It's sort, really... of unnec- sort of unnecessary. Uh it was I th- I thought I turned it off. I never f- I didn't even finish it. Um, I thought it was terrible. I was just like, this is a terrible, terrible movie. Uh, which was surprising because it was written by the same guy who wrote all the the surprise. You know, I just uh, I was just like, eh. it was like I don't I don't care. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I was sort of like, eh. like. It it had it has like an air of like I don't know you know it's like and maybe in comics we're just extra used to this where it's like um, now we need to know the origin of this and we need to know what happened with that and it's like ah not really I don't care like I don't need to like how did Wolverine you know get uh, when did he first get his hair cut that way you know like, you know and it's like. Star Wars has that a little bit too, where it's like gotta fill in all the gaps and put everything in there, and it's sort of like, and sometimes that can be fun, and sometimes it can be just kind of like unnecessary, and just yeah. feels like really. Yeah, like, you know, Star Wars actually probably does it as well as anybody. Yeah, but, you know, it's yeah. It's, I mean, it's just bad batch. I watch that. It's always yeah. tough when you have something so substantial as the starting point. 
And then, or, you know, like the Sopranos is like a great TV show and it has like a lot of drama and it's very, like I said, it's got like, it's got a substantial feel to it. And then you have this thing that just doesn't have that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of like, I think part of it is, is it's a movie. It's only two hours when you had, you know, whatever, seven seasons of the Sopranos. And then you're trying to shove sort of the same yeah. feeling and, and emotional content in a two-hour movie, and it's just like you're, you're cutting a lot of corners. Like you know, I don't. You Can know, you believe the Sopranos debuted 22 years ago? Does Ugh. it feel like it was 22 years ago that the Sopranos? No, right. <laughs> I uh, I will say that casting-wise, um visually some of the characters uh-huh. were amazingly well casted like mm-hmm. the the woman that played um tony soprano's mother yeah uh who's i don't know the actress name but she was in like uh the bates motel show which was very good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but visually the way they made her look was interesting because she looked so much like uh tony's wife in the, oh, in the show, uh, yeah. the, I don't know that I can't think of the actress's name again, but um, Nurse but, Jackie, but, yeah, it, it looked it was interesting that it was like, oh, she looks so much like her, and then um, some of the other some of the other actors too. It was just like, oh, okay, that you know, but it almost became like a uh, like a like cliche or something like weirdly you're like, okay, yeah, that's his, like, that's him when he's young, or that's like him a weird he's... cover band. Yeah, yes, yes. It's kind of like the thing I like, I guess, but not quite. Not quite there. Not quite there. And maybe taking itself a, a touch too seriously. Yeah, it was odd. And also I started thinking a lot like it's got to be getting harder and harder to make period pieces. Like film, you know, like stuff that's made in this, you know, it's supposed yeah. to be film, you know, like I think they're running out of cars. Well, it's sets and cars and buildings and places mm-hmm. where you can sort of film, you know, that stuff, you know, that's supposed to be in the 50s or, you know, and it's just like, yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. it used to be like in Chicago, you could do a 1970s Chicago, you know, film and be on one of like the the l platforms but now they've all been redone so yeah they don't look like they're from the that's um payback you gotta go back and and undo them yeah well like payback is one of my favorite favorite all-time films and it has it never really establishes the time period in that movie and they shot most of that in chicago and there there are scenes on on a couple l on a l platform that 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 platform hadn't been redone in 20 years so that kind of you know aided that the, that feeling you couldn't do it anymore we need the urban blight for for film purposes cinematic purposes damn it now these <laughs> nice looking platforms they need to look yeah. like shit for purposes of this film oh <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, hell more well, rust belt well, cities where things really happened <laughs> Yeah, well, you can go to Buffalo. I think. Yeah, uh, you can get yeah. some. You can get some shots there. Still looks like shit there. Toledo. <laughs> no offense, there people, fine Buffalo. people, Buffalo. <laughs> but I've been to Buffalo. Uh, it's, yeah, it's it's rough. It's Ruffalo. Uh, oh, oh, hey. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, couldn't help myself. 
couldn't help myself um yeah what else anything 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 else chris well, did you read anything this week chris yeah i bring anything big b, uh, big b versus oh, batman all right um uh well I, uh, uh i okay i'll admit i started playing metro exodus i'm sorry what the fuck is that it's a video game it's a oh my goodness based on a series of novels by a russian <sighs> uh, it's yeah it's a russian post-apocalyptic first person i thought shooter. you I, I thought you were post post apocalyptic we, we talked I, about this on ACTV, yeah and, and i said yeah i'm kind of done with post-apocalyptic and i said oh of course i just started playing a post-apocalyptic video game i can't get away from it Chris, you gotta live in the pre-apocalyptic real world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're getting there. You'll you're gonna be post-apocalyptic uh, yeah. soon enough. Soon enough. But speaking of ACT, that is one of our A-C- Patreon Ooh. programs, and uh, you get that and Tom versus. So he's doing Tom versus the Freedom Fighters, Sal's um, uh, Big Geek Show, and I think. We have a new Patreon that you wanted to give a. a we do, yes, Andrew N. Andrew, I don't want. I, should I say last names? Is that? I, I don't know if it, does it. Nah, something. Don't nah, just okay. No. Andrew N. Thank you so much. A uh, new patron this week just signed up uh, today, actually. So thank you so much for being a, uh, a patron of Around Comics and supporting the show. We really do appreciate it. Thanks. The next uh, Freedom have... Fighters issue is a Halloween themed one. Ooh, perfect timing. And Love then the one after that is a uh, Thanksgiving. No, it's a crazy Christmas one. <laughs> it's like, okay. I appreciate it was skipping over Thanksgiving. Yeah, well, yeah. it was coming out every two months back then, so there was no Thanksgiving. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Mm. Um, I uh, yeah, I, I I haven't done any um big geek show episodes this week but uh not angry uh, enough uh yeah i just didn't have yeah there wasn't anything no hey, you know, the I, didn't, I didn't listen to the episode but what's the whole elvira thing that you were pissed off about i wasn't pissed off i just thought it was funny uh that people were pissed off i, oh, I wasn't pissed off about elvira well it's like anything else who knows maybe like two people but <laughs> there, but but elvira uh she just came out with a memoir and so mm-hmm. Part of the, I would assume the PR to get people to you know to, to pay attention to a book by an octogenarian that uh, you know it, it was that she revealed in the memoir that she's been in a relationship with a woman for nineteen years, yeah, uh, and so she is bisexual or, or something, uh, and and um, yeah, people were. Yeah, she in her eighties. That's amazing. Nah, I think she's in her. Cassandra, Cassandra Peterson. I'm very familiar with Elvira. I had to write a radio commercial once for her. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Oh, she, awesome. She said, I love. I I love Elvira. I, I I've always loved that character. I think she's hilarious. She is the mistress I, of the night. She yeah, said, but it, she used to appear I, at Knott's Berry Farm during Halloween. Yes. So I had to write a uh, a radio spot. She rewrote it in her own unique. <laughs> Well, Elvira I mean, she, her brand, her brand. Yeah, I have a side. Do you not understand? I'm not obviously as intimately knowledgeable with the Elvira brand as Elvira herself. Well, how could you be? How could you be? I could. It's yeah. impossible. She rewrote no, but, your script. <laughs> that's funny. 
My thing was though, I just I just thought it was funny that like people were upset because like, oh my god, I can't believe, you know, the I'm like, really? You mean this woman who pretends to be a vampire yeah. from the fifties has been lying right to, to you? you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's fucking made up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like like what are you angry about? Yeah, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I just wait till they find funny. out that's Fanguli. Yeah, I don't know. I just i i made i just made the uh, the joke of like uh, not the dead. I'm like, listen, I don't know how my dick is going to recover from from losing this octogenarian from my spank bank. Thank God, thank God, Betty White still likes the dick. You know, like that's all I could. You know, it's just it's like, come on, guys, really? You're you're upset about Elvira? Who gives a shit? It's you know, let her. You know, whatever. But. yeah, no, I love Elvira. I'm, I, yeah. I've always been a big, big fan of Elvira. Yeah, uh, my favorite pinball machine is the Elvira pinball machine. Huh? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's a that. fantastic pinball machine. Was it based upon the one of their late '80s movies? There may have been some of that in a there. movie tie-in. Pinball machines always. Yeah, because yeah, those are always. It was no, it was, it was it was the Elvira pinball machine, and every once in a while. At some of the the newer you know art barcades, uh, you I'll find it and it's still awesome. Listen, I don't it, think is it maintained and working now? Because that's the sign of a true good barcade versus a, a fucking garbage ass barcade. No, the ones I've the ones I've put with Emporium in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've they had there. one. Yeah, and that's a good. I, barcade. I just I just went to um, Galloping Ghost. Uh, uh, my son's birthday he wanted to take his friends somewhere and i i huh. offered that as a suggestion and i was surprised like all his friends wanted to go and so what they think this... they liked it they thought it was fun they had a good time we were there for three hours i think um wow yeah i had a blast playing all the old old video games uh, what so. are your favorites um geez joust is one nice. of my favorites um i played uh I can't remember the name of it now. It's a it's a it's a robot football game. Uh, Tecmo Bowl. No, 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 it's not Tecmo Bowl. Uh, um, it's one where like, oh yeah, I know what you're talking. Like you about. can it's you like, can basically smash all the. It's like Battle opponents. Bowl or something, something like that. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Battle Bots or something. Yeah. Um, I like. <laughs> I like. Uh, Speed. Although I'm mm-hmm. good. Terrible at it is. Uh, um. What is the one? It's the spy driver, spy uh, hunter, spy, spy hunter. Um, I suck at it, but I. But the ones that I l- actually I like now more than any of them is like House of the Dead, or there's a couple of Alien movie shoot 'em up, shoot 'em. Any of the shooting yeah. ones where you actually pick up a gun and yeah. shoot the screen. I love those. Um, I, I, I think the and I tried to play fucking uh dragon's lair again uh-huh. and even though like even though it's i can play as many times as i want i the, you know i still gave up because it's so hard it's like that fuck, is not, i'm out of here God yeah, damn it. just like i'm not gonna Wait. waste my time on this fucking game i can't get past like three fucking screens it's that fucking thing ate my allowance so many times oh yeah but uh it was cool man that place has expanded they have over 800 games now it's insane. I mean, it's just, uh, it's overwhelming. It's so many games, but it was pretty cool. It was fun. And then, yeah, the kids seemed to enjoy it. So I was, uh, like I said, I was surprised. I gave them like five options of things 
And and so he pulled his friends of like, okay, what do you guys want to do for my birthday? Here's like five options, and they they ended up settling on on yeah, Galloping Ghost Arcade. Yeah, I might take I might take my son there. I mean, it's twenty bucks, and you can play as much as you want. Oh, that's and, awesome. that's great. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. And and there's so many games like, you know, I I had to wait a few times to play some of the you know yeah more, the hot but, games, you know, but not really. I did an arm have... wrestling game. I set the record on an arm wrestling game. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Do they have um, new games? Because I was I went to a couple of arcades and I was um, shocked and amazed that they had like actual new games that were you know probably you know. No, I didn't years. see anything. These are all retro. I mean, they had some stuff that's newer, but but I would say like mm-hmm. everything is from. At at the newest, like the nineties, probably. Yeah. I, yeah, nothing, nothing. I would. I mean, like Mortal Kombat is some of the newer. Yeah, stuff there. X Men, the Most video of, game, the four person. Oh god, yeah. Always good I one. mean, they have everything. They have the, they have obscure games. Like there was one game I had never seen in my life. It was, it was like some sort of alien, um, shoot 'em up game. Yeah, but the but the interesting thing about it was. Um, it was something to do with like lava or something, but the, the, the arcade uh, case itself was built to look as if it was like falling over. So you'd walk up to it and it's like tilted. And and I'm like, what is this? I'm like, is this thing broken? Is this, is this, but no, it was made like that. I'm like, I've never seen that before in my life. I never, I never, yeah. They have all sorts of strange games that i've never seen i mean but the nice thing now is they've sort of organized the place where they've clumped the similar type of games oh, together. so like good. you'll have a whole roll of shoot or you know karate games you have a whole roll of sports games and that kind of stuff yeah puzzle when they keep the the cubert and the the donkey kong together yeah well they, they have like three different cuberts you know, they'll have like three tr- different type of, you know, Tron machines. Tron's always been a game I liked. Um, yeah, they just have, they have everything. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's kind of nuts. And, but they have, I, they have a whole separate room that you have to pay differently for. And I think it's cheaper, but it's all pinball machines. Yeah. I think pinball is like 15 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's a whole different room of pinball machines. So I didn't go in there. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't. I, I can't imagine myself playing pinball for very long. I love pinball, but like the pinball leagues and that kind of like Ron Richards. That's I mean that's one of He's his. In a passions. pinball league? He, oh yeah, he plays pinball all the time. Or probably pre kids um, played pinball all the time. Go to like pinball tournaments and stuff. Really? You know, that's, a, that's a whole. That's a whole subculture. It's a whole geeky subculture. Our pinball aficionados. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's like disc golf. There's <laughs> a, like a whole culture to it. Well, we talked about this. Like, where's where's the you know disc golf, pinball? Is that below disc golf? You think or above? It, it, it's, it's probably below. <laughs> well, disc I think more, more people know about pinball than they do disc golf. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird. There's yeah, hey man, you know whatever you're into, whatever people are into, absolutely. We didn't get any live callers. I don't know. We didn't. We didn't get enough people to uh, to uh, live call in on the show. If you if if 
if you go to our Riverside page, you can do. I don't know. I I don't think we're going to use this this new yeah. setup. I don't like it as much. It wasn't it wasn't a total failure, but uh, no, I like no. the Streamyard better. Yeah, I think I think the Streamyard uh, is better than River. Sorry, Riverside. Yeah, you're cheap, but not as good. We'll Sometimes see. I don't know. We'll see what how the audio turns out because if the audio is amazing. It does sound good. It does okay. sound very good. But, um, yeah, I don't know. See, um, these are the kinds of decisions that podcasters have to make. Some, well, yeah, I suppose so. I suppose we do. All right. Well, uh, do we have anything else for this evening? I don't think so. All right. Um, would love to read a few um, listener emails. Um, but you got to email us for that. You can do so by uh, shooting off a message to info at aroundcomics.com. Um, we also um, love to uh, uh, see comments in all the social media places, blah, blah, blah. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't, I did not have an email, but I did have someone message us a question. There you go. Um, so, and I did reply already, but I'll just for anyone else that maybe mm-hmm. is is interested. Um, they asked if uh, where our like first hundred episodes of Around Comics are at, where they can listen to them. Um, I've been trying to slowly add those to the iTunes and and the podcast feed so you can get them. I I think I'm at like. I don't know where, uh, like episode 120 or something like that. Yeah. So I've been trying to, but it's just a matter of We time. didn't even hit I'm our trying. stride until like the 25th, 26th episode. So don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's someone that, someone that was like, Hey, well, but after I, I, I messaged the person, um, they got back to me and they were like, well, Hey, I really love you guys. I was listening to you back in 2007, 2008 when I was in high school and you changed my life. Oh, so, uh, yeah, hopefully said, for the better. Yeah, hopefully. I don't know. Uh, yeah. You ruined yeah. my life. <laughs> he, he, he sent that message from prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, hopefully we didn't fuck whoever that was up too badly. But yeah, so I'm trying to get those back up. It's just uh, I need I need an assistant or something. I need a I need a producer. That's what we need. I, I uh, yeah, I got too much too much to try and do so. Trying to get them back up there eventually, slowly but surely. I, I have not put any up in a while, just because I've been doing other stuff. But I'll try and get back on that and get 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 some of the older up. But a lot of them are up there. I think I think we're down to like a hundred, like episode one hundred and twenty and up. You can listen to something like that. Um, so I just another hundred and twenty to go, and then right. yeah. we'll have them There's all back up do. there. Winter's coming. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I have so much free time. Nice, nice snowy day. Just sit back and upload episodes of Around Comics. That's what I want to do on a snowy Saturday. Oh, Oh, good. Well, then I'll let you do it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, uh, real quick before we go, uh, everyone's World Series pick. The White Sox. And Brewers. The White Sox and the Brewers. (laughs) White Sox Sox Brewers are my pick for the World Series. And... uh, um i'm i'm i am picking the brewers to to win the world series what you son of a bitch i like their pitching um the year of milwaukee the year of wisconsin it and i just want to see the 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 east coast and west coast just their heads explode knowing that uh that the nba and mlb champions are from fucking milwaukee 
You've already you've already turned these coastal all elites. Your, yeah, <laughs> you've just turned on all your former teams. You're now a Brewers fan, a Bucks fan. Uh, it's only a matter of time you're no, going to be wearing I, a, pack, still, a Packers I'm, jersey and a cheese head. Nah, it's only I'm, a matter I'm, of time. No, no, no. I'm still a Cardinals fan. I recognize that their pitching staff is not good enough to um, go through a playoffs and win a World Series. Yeah, uh, well, next we'll year. See. Next year. The, we'll see. The, we'll see. This is just the year before the Cardinals dominate. My White Sox are gonna are gonna average eleven runs a game in the in the. <laughs> Just don't give up twelve. Yeah. Just don't give up twelve. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. You got. Two I just uh, you're fine. Yeah, we do. We got we got we got three closers to be honest. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what. All right, so there you go. Up. So uh, yeah, we're all uh, um, shooting. I, I should have picked the Cardinals just to you know show that we all lead with our heart. But I, I won't because I, I understand. All right, so that'll uh, that'll take care of this week. Um, hey, I'm getting a call from Alberta, Canada. Really? Yeah. Hold on. Let me <laughs> let me answer this live. <laughs> I got I don't know who would be calling. Hello. I think it's probably about his car warranty. It was a, I think it's a collect call. (laughs) Collect call from Alberta. Fuck. Whoa. It's it's Hank Nazarbat because we influenced his life so much. He's in a Canadian jail trying to call you. (laughs) That was the weirdest thing. Yeah, there was like a collect call from Canada. (laughs) Sal, Sal, help me. I'm in Canada. I'm in Canada. I don't think they'll let me. I did just get my passport, so I could I could run up there, but uh, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Canadian. All right. So uh, send us all of your uh, your listener email from Alberta, Canada, uh, among other places. We love it. Uh, uh, check out the Patreon stuff. Uh, thanks again for all the patrons. We really appreciate it, and uh, we'll be back next Tuesday. Back to I think our old Streamyard setup, but we'll see. I think so. Yeah, I just wanted to try this out and see how it worked, and it sounds really good. You guys do sound sound extremely good. Um, well, yeah, but. Uh, yeah, I think StreamYards just got. I'm. They're calling me back. Hold on a second. You you should take care of that. Whatever. Something's happening in Alberta, Canada. <laughs> okay. To accept, press one. To send a voicemail, press two. I don't. I gotta want to do right? that. <laughs> to accept, press one. I have to. Voicemail, press two. It's gonna be a prison call. All right. I'm... From Alberta. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Answer. Nah, that's right. If they call back a third time, I have to answer. But... All right, let's get this over with. All right, so we'll be back next Tuesday. Uh, in the meantime, in between time, we'll be everywhere in Head Around Comics and not Alberta, Canada. Collect <laughs> call. It's a prison call. It's a prison call. That used to be a thing, right? You'd get like random collect calls and always be like, you know, prison inmates. Oh, they're calling me again. Yes. Find out. Come on. Who the fuck could be calling me?
helping. Put it on speaker. Hello? Hello, am I live? Who's this? This is Kelton. I'm calling about the Round Comics Live. I thought there was a call in. I, I'm the guy who missed you on Facebook that I listened 10 years ago. I was a huge fan. Oh. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> this awesome. is so weird. Okay, this is Sal. There's like some lag that I was trying to. I don't know. It, it was an answer. It was like on my end, it kept hanging up. Okay, you are live. Uh, weirdly enough, it called me on my cell phone, which I don't understand. I thought it would call on the... Uh, something or something, right? Yeah. But, <laughs> hey, what's going on? <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is crazy. You guys don't understand how much you guys meant to me back in the day. Like, seriously, you guys made my bus rides, my high school, my my going to work, everything, <laughs> comics, the way I look at the world. All right, well, let me, you're not, you're not calling from prison, right? <laughs> you're, yeah, you're not calling. Yeah. We, we were taking bets that you were calling from prison. I got out of prison um, a couple years ago, you know, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> you're successful and, and, uh, you know, a very happy person in the world. We're, we're not to blame for some sort of strange life experience that you've uh, you've gone through i'm a i'm a critically acclaimed filmmaker indigenous filmmaker i, I oh. played those yeah like you guys seriously the way you guys broke down ec comics back in the day the interviews the the just just oh my goodness you know what's even crazy about this do you want to hear something crazy sure oh absolutely hey um there's a long time ago when you guys had a call-in number. You guys had a call-in number for yeah. comics to just leave a message. There was a guy who called and didn't realize that. Basically, I called and left a really fucked up message <laughs> thinking that it was a test. I don't know if you guys remember this. It was like on Around Comics. I don't even know what episode. I can't even remember. But it was like just me talking about like, hey, what's up? I watched the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie this weekend. And uh, <laughs> I just went on a crazy spiel saying crazy stuff. Cause I, I was going to re-record the message, but it sent it. I don't. I don't. I don't remember. But there, you had some. Do you guys interesting call in? So I sort of remember. I sort of remember that. <laughs> Tom it's says like he's crazy right now to call you guys. Like I never thought in a million years. I, like, you don't understand. Up in northern Alberta, this indigenous kid just listening around comics. Like you were like one of the first podcasts I listened to. You crankcast, uh, comic book queers, word balloon. Oh, yeah. Like man, the crank. Where's Chris Tabor? I really wish that you guys could do another 24 hour podcast. I downloaded oh God. all those. Uh, I'm too old. I, I, you guys don't want to leave that out. That was when I was young and I could stay up. I li- literally did stay up for 24 hours. But you did, I don't you did I, the whole thing. I did the whole thing, yeah. but I was very young. Then yeah, now, I can't. I can't stay up for like twelve <laughs> hours now. <laughs> I I would maybe be able to do it if I had enough coffee. I'm wearing pajamas right now. Oh my goodness, you guys! You guys seriously were getting lightning in a bottle. Lightning in a bottle. I loved all those episodes. Really, I even like. There's part. Man. I really appreciate you guys so much. <laughs> oh, well, oh, thanks, thanks so much for calling and, and, and for listening all these years. And, and yeah, it's great to know that you're not some sort of psychopath that we've turned <laughs> you into a lunatic or something, so, or we ruined your life. We're, well, we're hey, t- tell, that. Him, tell him that my dream is to come and curl in Alberta. 
Funko? Like, are you, any of you kind of like working in comics? Do you guys still just love them for fun? Yeah, no, none of us work in comics. We just, uh, we just, we still read them. We love them. Uh, Tom and I are still in the in the Chicagoland suburbs. Chris, Chris is up in Milwaukee now, but uh, you know, we just. Uh, are you are you are you guys close still to like Mike Norton and Crank and like uh, Scotty Young and stuff? Or are you they kind of just you know long, been a long time? Um, you know, I haven't talked to Crank or Mike in a while. I occasionally talk with Scotty. Mm-hmm. online but uh you know he's he's super busy and and has a family and a giant career and uh tim seeley we get you know I, every once in a while comes back on the show and oh, Hillary Seeley was awesome i loved when you guys had tim seeley back on back in the day <laughs> tim's a good guy yeah. but uh yeah no we we're just kind of still doing you know just older and have more children and and <laughs> you know other than that <laughs> Same kind of. Do you guys feel that comics was maybe in a, uh, a go- like in a weird post millennium golden age when you guys like in your first hundred hundred plus episode run, like compared to now, or do you think it's still as strong? Oh, I think comics are probably better now mm-hmm. than they were then. I think we were in a a. I think it was a golden age of not a golden age, but I think it was a really unique situation for us as fans to start a podcast we were we, we were in a really you know sweet situation of like it, it was something new and we kind of you know we we, elbow, we elbowed our way into the conversation and, and like, like actually became a little itty bitty footnote you know in the industry it's like this ec comics like a uh, hardcover about the history of it have you, any of you guys bought it um, two hundred bucks on Amazon. I haven't. I haven't bought it yet. I'm waiting for when it's on sale. But I don't know if you guys buy it. You should read it because I bet they might have stole your guys' stuff from the <laughs> the EC Comics episode because it was so thorough and that was so riveting. Your EC Comics uh, breakdown just about the history of it, uh, incredible. Well, we probably stole it from somewhere else. So, in classic comics fashion, you know what you guys. I don't know, brought so much joy to my life back then, you know, so much joy, and I really appreciate everything you guys did, and I'm still listening now, and yeah, thanks, you know, I, well, what made you guys want to start the podcast up again? Bored, uh, bored. Boredom, no. <laughs> you know, yeah. it was, it, it was, um... I, we, yeah, I don't I know. We it. just, we yeah, we just missed talking to each other more than anything. I think was what it was. You know, we, we, I think the three of us recognize that, you know, we had a, a really good chemistry together and we liked talking to each other and it was easy. And, uh, yeah, I, more than anything now, it's more about us just wanting to talk to each other than anything else. I mean, podcasting is, is just, an excuse almost to kind of force us to, to get together and talk about this stuff. But, um, you know, it's, it's different now than it was then for sure. Yeah. And it took us a little while to find that. I I hope you guys really know that you really, really touched me back in the day and really made me feel awesome. I loved every episode. Like there was literally, I think you had the guy on who 
oh, what did he make? He, would, he wasn't doing IDW. He was, I think it was, who, what, what did Tim Seeley Hack Slash come out on? Do you remember what company? Oh, uh, um, the sorry, local no, company. Uh, what? Devil's Do? Crit? Devil's Do? Devil's Do Publishing? Devil's Do. There's an yeah. episode where you had an interview with the guy who made Devil's Do, and he was talking about, like, making a superhero about a potato and he's like if somebody sends that to me i'll publish it like it was just such a joking thing but i swear i almost almost submitted almost submitted tuberman just 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 to send him that podcast episode and be like you gotta do it oh that was eric Morrison. Do it. but seriously oh really yeah that was eric Morrison. well it was because he was like it was just like a joking thing you guys were talking about sorry i'm fangirling right now but like <laughs> or right now but like just want to say if you guys ever feel down if you ever feel blue know that you brought so much joy to my life know that well, well thank you so much man. With you, man. yeah man that that's awesome thank you. I, I mean that yeah thank you so much from all of us that's uh you know I don't know. I mean, that was, uh, I think we can all, I can speak for all of us when it was like, that was always a, such a, uh, a bonus to us doing the show of the idea that, that anybody wanted to listen to us, that anybody wanted to, to, to tune in every week and pay attention to anything that we said, um, was something that was really special. And I think, you know, we, we still appreciate, you know, people, people are still listening and, and, uh, yeah, we, you know, we we uh, we really do appreciate everybody that always listens yeah. to us all these years. Well, from my heart, I say thank you. I'll let you guys go here, but you know, just hey, as an indigenous person, if you can check out some indigenous comics, sometimes do that. Support, support, support my race, and you know, all right. And, uh, yeah, guys, send us some links. Cool. Send send us some info on any. If you know of any, send them to us for sure. Will do. All right, thanks, guys. All right, man. Have a Thank good one. You. Thanks again. Cool. Okay, hold on. But when you say goodbye, can you just say to be in and around comics? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Chris, you gotta. You you have to, Chris. You. I can't. I can't possibly. All right. We'll uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. And uh, in the meantime, in between time, we'll be everywhere in in and around comics. comics. <laughs> oh my God, that was crazy. You guys are Bye, man. <laughs> okay, so I didn't, I didn't know that that happened. I didn't know that. I'm like, I thought that the system worked that the call in would come uh, in on the on through the app. Through the app, I didn't realize that it came in on my phone. Collapse uh, which, from which Alberta. From Alberta, yeah. I'm like, who's calling me from Alberta? But I'm glad I I finally picked up. That was yeah. that was great. That was uh, that cool. was funny that he. He was listening live as we were uh, talking about him. So um, there you go. Yeah. Kind of crazy. Well, we already ended the show, but a little bonus there. There you go. Uh, go. Cool. Kind of cool. All right, guys. Well, uh, I'm not doing the outro again. again. Okay. That's it. That's all. (laughs) We're really gone this time. Now we're done for real. For real. (laughs) All right. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Everywhere